No, see, I got I got this scar last Halloween when I was dressing up as uh, Wolverine, you know, and I, I left the claws on while I was masturbating, and so that's that's why that. Oh, hey, hello, hello. This is the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. Thank you for listening. <clears throat> Welcome, Randos. Hi, Brandon. Hey, what's going on? Nothing. You're just doing a Zoom with uh, a loved one or something? <laughs> yeah, that's my mom. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a tough job, but someone's got to do it. Yeah, she's a loved one for you too. Yeah, no, that remember, I, I have many awkward hugs over the years. To, to <laughs> you do. To that's actually that is actually a very true thing. Anyways, I don't know what that has to do with today or anything really for that matter. But welcome to the random fan with Brandon. Brandon, we're back. Uh, we are recording again in 2023, and yet still we're talking about stuff that happened in 2022. Well, eventually we're going to break even. We're going to catch up. To 2023. Three. Yeah, we'll talk about eventually. Something, we'll talk about something modern. Well, maybe we should talk like Black Adam in the future. That was 2022. That's still 2022. Yeah. What's the other one we were talking about? The, oh, that the Knives Out movie. That's yeah, still Glass 2022. Onion. So we've got a few probably like in the can. In the can. You can take it in the can if you want. <laughs> I do. Yeah, with your claws. Yeah. Claws out. Knives out. Rawr. Finger knives out. Ew, Wolverine I don't, claws out. I don't know what number episode this is. Um, Let's try to be accurate here. I'm going to guess why you are stalling, or I'm stalling while you look it up. Yeah, you're stalling. I'm going to say 146. I don't know. Can you, can you verify? I'm going to say 147. Oh, well, wow. I, this price is right. We'll I know, exactly. You just did the, <laughs> the $1 above me. What All right, else? so while you look that up. Oh, I thought you were looking it up. No, you're on. You're staring at your phone, obviously doing so. Are you I, on I Are you porn again? Is that porn? Are you porn? <laughs> Are you porn again? Oh, Are porn again. Like porn for born again people <laughs> who relapsed after they swore oh, off porn. Porn again, porn again Christians. Those are Christians who were into porn. Yeah. Went to Christianity. Christianity. And they have the energy. And then they went back to porn. So they're porn again Christians. That's what I just said. When you listen back, you'll hear that's what I just said. You know? I was just, I was just spelling it out. I was. I was building out the. This is the the brainstorming process when it comes to fake sponsors. This and why we we're do. still doing a. You real, have a great idea. Yeah. I steal the idea. Make it worse. Somehow. Add a little bit to it. If that's and what then you call say it. it's my own. That's yeah. what I do. Um, why we're still stalling flawlessly until I pointed <laughs> it out just now. Right. Um, I actually don't have my SoundCloud app on this phone, so I'm going to need <laughs> you to look it up. But let's keep it going. To, on today's you episode, you could always go to the Google. I could. Uh, <laughs> I should have by now. But on today's episode, why Brandon's doing this. Uh, we're finally getting around to talking Andor, a, uh, a really strong offering from Disney Plus and the Star Wars universe that came and went to the tune of like 12 episodes. I thought it was going to be a lot shorter. It actually was longer than I expected because yeah. it's such a quality that you kind of expect it to be like an eight episode type season. Yeah, but they gave us even yeah. more than I thought was due. And, I'm very happy with that. And it finally, uh, well, it finished a while ago. We finally got to it and we're here recording um, talking about it on this what episode? What number? One forty-five. Oh, we're both off. I was closer, but we're both over. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you, we both lost. Yeah. But you, you lost less. 
Yeah, I lost less. So therefore, I'm a winner by comparison. So I get to decide how we're going to do this. Brandon. Yeah. Let's do this. Great. But first, mm-hmm. I, I want to let you know about someone or something near and dear to me that might matter to you. Is this a fake sponsor? Uh, a real sponsor, Brandon? <laughs> I, maybe. That fake sponsored it? So, you, and I'm sorry if I'm pulling back the curtain too much here. You're looking to maybe have uh, a baby sometime this year, soon, something like that, right? Uh-huh. Am I in the ballpark? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not sure where I'm going to get it from. Yeah, and that's fine. Well, um, perfect. It's because, you know, organically, it's not, you know, maybe. I was thinking about getting the Costco pack. You can get like three babies at a time. and. Well, that's a nice thing. Yeah. But I got something even nicer. Oh, okay. Yeah, check this out. Gay babies, kind of passe. Straight babies, boring. Right. Right? What you want is a bisexual baby. I do. Yeah. So I want I've you. I've been bi curious yeah. about that. So I want you to go to buybybaby.com. It's an online wholesaler where you can buy buy babies. Oh, that yeah. makes perfect. They're sense. certifiably. 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 Yep. It's cool. This is going to shit, but yes, buybybabies.com. B u y b i b a b i e s dot com. And of course, you know, we're a podcast. We're obviously really good at what we do. So use our promo code, Random Fandom, for you, yeah. for 10% off. We're going to give you 10% off. Yeah. Yeah. Babies aren't cheap, but no, these ones not. are in demand. They are going to just really up your profile as a person. Right. Yeah. As, a, as a celebrity, just get one of those like Chinese babies that you just adopt. This yeah. is basically that, but now in the year of 2023. Oh, yeah. Angelina knows. Mm-hmm. Is, is that all that's fit to that's all we got right yes yeah let's go all right we're let's talking talk Andor. yeah please i've been really anxious for this this is a good show dude. it was i would say you know we recently did our year in review i would say it was probably the the best tv viewing i had of 2022 yeah no i i think you're right not only that i think it is the best tv experience in the star wars universe that i've ever had yeah that's that, and I'm gonna say that I've ever had because I know that there are, you know, especially like on the cartoon side of things, there's several different seasons in series, and people would be like, "How do you compare this one season to something that might have like nine out there?" But quality and just the one season, dude, I I liked it better than the Mandalorian, personally. I, I can compartmentalize Mandalorian over here and Andor over here, and when I kind of kind of cross reference and examine them both. Yeah, this is this is more kind of in alignment with me as a person as it pertains to how I like my Star Wars currently. Right. 15-year-old me would have been all about something else. I probably would have been really bored by this show. But huh. now in my current <clears throat> age, yeah. I am really appreciating such the mature, cinematic, long, slow burn storytelling approach that Andor had. And I felt this way when I first started watching it and it never led up throughout the duration of the whole season. It was just like the best parts of Rogue One or just Rogue One in general, but long play. Right. You know, instead of just wrapped up in two hours and 20 minutes. It really does feel like Rogue One in so many ways, except I think that it had the time to tell. Yes, uh, a much more in-depth story yeah. than than what Rogue One. Rogue One is specifically like a small bite of a cookie, like in between, right? Like it's meant to be a small snapshot in this universe. Yeah. 
and it's but but it had good characters um and it had some good visuals and good action scenes and all that but like this was our opportunity to just see like the pete well specifically the purpose of the person mm-hmm. and or behind so much of that that leads up to who we saw in the movie right because and, he was just some guy yeah you know for all we knew we got to know a little bit about him we were like oh this guy's kind of dirty you know right yeah I actually he's really, not a hero and you know that like where we're at now is it's setting up on the characters but we're not there yet we're not there's so much of a gap still between the show and the movie yeah and so as far as i'm concerned they can flesh multiple more seasons out yeah and they put in just a few little sprinkles of things that tie the series back to the movie or not back to the movie because the movie still is in the future but you know what i mean i know, I know what you mean yeah uh like k2so we saw a, a version of him yeah. granted he's just you know off a an assembly line but we saw his type we saw 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 guerrera saw guerrera yeah um there's a few other things i'm not remembering them right now but i just remember thinking that was something that ties to the movie whether or not I, it's coming to mind right now but well and yeah it's introducing characters that we see in the movie yeah i'm hoping or mon mothma of course yeah yeah i'm hoping that in future seasons which i hope there are i hope this isn't the only thing but i imagine there's got to be at least one more especially with the popularity well no, actually you know the the funny thing is is it's critically very critically popular views wise it didn't do all that well well and that just speaks to i think the fact that this got away from the the hero worship the sexy action the cutesy characters and i'm not saying you know if you if you're a mandalorian you're a hero or cutesy, like, you know, criticizing Baby Yoda. I think that all has a place. But this is, these are nobodies. This is a lot of political posturing. This is a lot of guerrilla tactics without a lot of payoff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of just, it's a lot of plot, not a lot of action. And I just love how we've gotten away from hero worship, you know. And people don't have to be the Emperor's granddaughter. I've said this before, and I, I, yeah. I not at the risk of sounding like a broken record, but it's just so nice that, like, Nope, this is what was happening outside of the big space battles, and we never see one lightsaber, and I'm okay with that. We These are nobodies. So it's not really sexy to the just the common Star Wars viewer or like the fringe or on-the-fence Star Wars viewer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just love that the fact that it really delves into tyranny and to oppression and to grassroots resistance and then... People and you know it, it. It felt a lot like modern day America, especially looking back in the last few years with all the anti- Antifa and then the BLMs and then the Proud Boys and all these little stupid warring sub factions uh-huh. who war amongst themselves, even though they're like seen as being on the same side and can't get right. on the same page, even though they have a similar cause. But they're like, well, yeah, but well, yeah, we agree with them, but not not them. all the way. Yeah, or, and yeah, not, yeah. Not on this. So there's a lot of, you know, beginning rebellion, but you can tell it's very much a uh, an, a divided house. That was the other thing I noticed was this felt like what we were watching was that beginning of the rebellion in mm-hmm. a sense. I mean, the rebe- you know, there's been rebelling happening. I don't know if the rebellion is in place by this point. I wouldn't say yet, but you can start to see but it. But you can see it starting to be built. Yeah. Yeah. Man, and what a, what a character Luthen was, huh? 
I really um, Bill Skarsgård. Yep. No, not Bill Skarsgård. He's a Skarsgård, but he's I like, always forget. He's, he's like one of the OG Skarsgårds. Oh, OG Skars. He's old guard Skarsgård. Um, but yeah, he was such a good character. Yeah. What a freaking manipulator he was. Again, he he's doing the right thing, but he's going about it in very dirty ways. And he's compromising bad people, making himself bad by comparison, but not as bad as the Empire, you know? he He's the epitome of that, that idea that you have to fight fire with fire, even when it's wrong. Yeah. And so he's he's kind of like the ends justify the means. That's his purpose, his voice. And we didn't see too much of a clash between that and other voices of like, no, you're going too far. But like, I can see that character being built up as sort of this sub villain, right? Like you've got, you've got like, yeah, he'll prop up our hero, but then he's going to be the first one to try and tear him down. Like the guy from uh, Iron Man, the first villain from Iron Man, as a, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. And so like, I could just see him becoming a different type of villain Slash anti-hero. Yeah. There's a lot of nuance going on here. Things are not clear cut. And maybe that speaks to why this wasn't for everyone as far as critics loved it. But maybe fans were just kind of lukewarm on it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have the metrics or anything obviously up in front of me. But I just feel like this wasn't just like talked about as much quite frankly as would be a Mandalorian or anything recently the Star Wars done in a series format. It was boring. Like as, as far as like the actual show itself... People who were expecting the big Star Wars universe, I could see this as being boring. I think for you and me, maybe we're in that perfect demographic where we're like, we don't need people to be riding horses on top of a spaceship. Yeah. You know, oh God, that did happen we, in the last movie. It, did, it really did. Uh, awesome. What we want is... Hey, are you my daughter? We love this universe and we want you to tell us stories within this universe. They don't have to all be, like you said, they don't all have to be the Emperor's granddaughter, right? They don't all have to be Jedis. They they don't all have to be like the straight up good versus evil heroes. There's so much gray in between. Yeah. And we want to see that. We want to see conflicted characters, people who are forced into... I mean, this is why Han Solo was everybody's favorite. It was because he was sort of that anti-hero. He didn't want to get into this battle. He was pushed into it. But in that role... He found his place and he became a hero. And that's the story we want to see, right? That's the character development people want to see. Yeah. I feel like this show does a killer job of showing you all of these people who don't want to become heroes, but do become heroes in their own right. And we know that because of the movie, especially with Andor, we know the movie. Yeah. Uh, he becomes a, a hero who, uh, really a martyr, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what did... A great job by everybody in the show, but specifically Diego Luna really was captivating. Right. What a good lead and uh, just a continuation of the character he, you know, uh, established back in what, like 2016 was Rogue One all the way back then? I want to say, yeah. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was. He He's not even that, like, charismatic. No, but he just works for this kind he of tortured. Does. He really does, yeah. Defensive, you know, guy who can't really trust anybody and they do a good job of showing why he doesn't trust anybody. I thought his, I actually thought it wasn't a point of critique, but I I would have just liked more of his backstory of them as like kind of native tribe that got, you know, basically screwed over by people who wanted to just develop their land Yeah, and the scientists and stuff like that. I could have used a little more there. Yeah. 
and it's also kind of reminiscent of things that have really truly happened here and yeah. on on earth and it's kind of nice to see them pull a character from that um origin you know mm-hmm. um it, i also really liked how we got into the nuance of the alliance mm-hmm. and how the bad guys are so corporate behind the scenes right you know what i mean yeah they're not like hey we're just evil to be evil it's like no we just want money and resources yeah like they're just doing a job yeah i mean they they believe in the cause especially you know there's certain characters in this i'm forgetting the guy's name but the main antagonist that we meet first who then goes to live with his mom oh yeah what a good character he was he too. was great yeah he, and once again he was nuanced and He's he he wasn't he wasn't empire it. he was just they were subcontracted out by the empire to like basically control mm-hmm. this uh the planet of I'm going to forget the the planet's name, uh, but that's okay. Okay. But yeah, he he wasn't Empire, but he was like a loyalist to them. He was like an apologist. He was basically like a proud boy who was like, see cops, I'm cool, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, no, you're not not part of the force. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just thought that was really interesting. I mean, there was, how many minutes did we spend in the boardroom? But it never felt boring. No, it was was good drama. I was not bored. I get it. In the boardroom. No, it was just good drama. It was a good story. Yeah. It was intrigue. It was just commitment to uh, the, the the acting and the characters. I really, I, I just would have liked a little more about his, his true origins, even though this whole thing was his origin story. But like further further into his early formative years, that's fine. Maybe we get more of that if uh, they're able to come back. I didn't get, did you understand who like they built up a lot of intrigue around and they just show a hologram of this Krieger guy. Like, was he supposed to be, yeah. Do you remember they kept saying oh, Krieger and apparently he I, has a tie into some of one of the animated shows, but I didn't I go be surprised. Um, I mean, he's just a smuggler, right? He was yeah. just a smuggler that was basically led into an ambush. I'm like, but did we miss something or was that just, I don't think we were meant to know who he was. I mean, we didn't have to, he, his purpose was to show that um, the Skarsgård guy, uh, forgetting the character's name, Luthen, Luthen screws people over, is willing to for the what he sees is the greater good to screw over the alliance. He's willing to put that guy and thirty of his men to just, the sword, to the sword, and and let them die so that they can keep the cover of. That's why I wanted to kill Andor. Because he thought Andor was yes, going to blow his that's cover. that's exactly it. Yeah. I actually really kind of wanted Andor to kill him, even though I'm glad that we'll be getting more of both of them, obviously, uh, if they come back, when they come back. I think there's a relationship there that's going to be... Yeah. Like, truly, if Luthen is going to be loyal to somebody as a person, not just the his mission, but to somebody along the way, maybe this is finally it. Like, he proved, like, he has what it takes. And I actually, even though it was kind of... In the moment, felt a little anticlimactic that ending. Remember, he's got him on his ship because he's like, "Well, I can't find Cassian. I must have, hopefully someone killed him. I'm out of here." And then Cassian's on his ship, right? Yeah. And I was just like, in the way he just stepped into frame, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna totally blow his brains out." Yeah. Because Cassian's, it doesn't have uh, any real hesitation when it comes to shooting people, which I like. I think. Cass- I think he just felt like he didn't have a purpose at that point. His well, family's yeah. He's dead, right? And so. then he just freaking broke out of prison so now he's a wanted man in some parts yeah. of the, the the universe um but i actually kind of like that he's like all right teach me everything and then the show just ends i was like 
actually felt pretty satisfying cool. in know. retrospect. At the time, I was like, oh, I want him to blast the dude. But then, yeah, maybe this serves a greater purpose of like, okay, like, I, I don't know what to believe in. Give me something to believe in. You know, yeah. I know how to Give fight. I know how to pilot. I know how to smuggle. I know how to heist. I, I have all these skills, but they're kind of useless at this point. Like, give me a craft to apply them to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and that's the thing. I think they're obviously setting up what I would think a future season is of him getting further involved with some sort of resistance. It's like the equivalent of Luke going to get trained, like Jedi right. training. Now I'm going right. to get like resistance training. But I could see Luthen becoming like, he, you know, there's sort of a, um, oh, there'll be an a partnership that's built. But yeah, there's an undertone. But then he's worried he's going to get replaced by him. And yes. so he's going to look at, like the master will have to kill the apprentice or something like that. I think he'll see Luthen screw over people who trusted Luthen. And, and Andor is going to be like, I don't, I can't trust this yeah, guy. Yeah, I didn't sign up for this. And yeah, and I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. But he's got to walk the line of what is okay for me to do right now when in the long run i'm helping the entire universe with this right yeah and in this mission which he by the way doesn't fully believe in he really doesn't fully believe in it he's very much out for himself so some point in between we he's gonna have to build that he's gonna have to gain that uh care well i should say maybe even hate for the alliance well and the only thing they really established that was something he cared about was his uh, adoptive mother, Marva. And she's gone. And she's gone now. And man, did they do such an artistically beautiful job of building up the tension with that funeral procession in that last episode with the music. Oh, and that's another thing I love too. This had like a trippy soundtrack too. At yes. random times there was like experimental was sounding really music. Good. But it worked. If they had done that during like something else, I'd be like, uh, that's annoying. I like it. it. But yeah, all of a sudden, just like there's this very cool spacey, experimental soundtrack to set a tone it felt a lot oh go ahead i was just saying it felt a lot as far as like the the music and the score the soundtrack like uh, blade runner 2049 just like like yeah. space sounds but like classic so i actually thought it sounded like stranger things mm-hmm. like a lot of that like uh synth 80s style right where it feels classic but also feels futuristic yeah that's exactly what it sounded I like i really enjoyed that i mean there's just yeah. so much craft that went into the show and you know we noticed it from the time the trailers came out last year this was a beautiful show too it played out every single moment played out like movie quality and good movie quality but not in your face no definitely not it's low-key movie quality i've always used the description it lets you come to it it doesn't come to you right it lets you find it which might be why it didn't you know do as well in the ratings side not you know not like uh, I don't mean like um, I, I know what you're saying. You know, Rotten Tomato type ratings. I mean like as far as like, like fan the engagement. number of people who watch this viewership. It, it, viewership. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It didn't do all that well, and I think it's because it lacked that attraction. So you know, you get a Star Wars movie, even Mandalorian, right? What attracts everybody to Mandalorian? Baby Yoda. A, you've got Baby Yoda, a new cute, adorable character, and B. You're going with one of the coolest looking characters. Yeah, so you have he's got like, a lot of gadgets. He's got a lot of gadgets. He's basically Batman. Yeah. You basically have Space Batman and Baby Yoda. Yeah. I was thinking, I was trying to find another cool way of saying Baby Yoda, like, but I couldn't think of it. Oh, that makes two of us. It's okay. <laughs> Proceed. Okay. Like Space 
Not the mama baby in the dinosaurs. That's a junior. Right? Yeah. Junior. Yeah. yeah. There you go. For anyone who's There's my analogy. Remember. Yeah. So why don't we why don't we give this a rating? Um, it's weird. I don't think I've ever wanted to be like, yes, the show's perfect. Is there's a ten? Maybe when like recency bias is a thing. Yeah. I don't think this. Sh- I don't think a a perfect show exists, whether it's the whole series or just season by season, like truly. But as close as I can give it, so like nine and a half. It was just really engaging and the only critique i have of it is i could have used more you know more than the see it had no, more just, episodes than i expected it well and it did i i still wanted more i don't feel like it blew its load you know what yes, i mean like yeah. there's still it, there's long play ahead even though we know his fate but i'm okay with that usually that bugs me when i know someone's dead like black widow was stupid because well not only because of a lot of reasons but mostly because i know she's dead i know andor's dead and and real time i don't care i'm like really engaged and like when i say i want more i just want more of his backstory mm-hmm. and frankly i want more of the stuttering robot the droid oh, he was yeah. so cute star wars sometimes they, all, they are just so good at that like what almost seems like a talking pet yeah and they have their own personalities i love that i think it's really yeah cool. and the fact that the droid felt lost when you know like his yeah. mom mom died it makes no sense no, but just it's a robot. It, but, but it's there's commitment to it. Yeah, uh, it was like a nine and a half. Yeah, it was really really good show. I, I really know, liked it, and I I think I'm right there with you. Nine and a half. I struggle a little bit because I don't think that there's anything I would change on the show. Right. Literally, I think the show is exactly what it, it it wanted to be. It's exactly what I wanted it to be. It is low key, near perfect. There were some moments, especially when some action is happening, that I I would get a little bit more excited and I, w- I would like it. I'm not saying this had to be action-packed like the movies. But it would have been nice, I think, just to add a little bit more of that. And maybe not even take away from the story, but add an hour's worth of an episode that you, know, you sprinkle in throughout all of these series. You tell the same story, but maybe there's something a little bit more a uh, little bit more action that's the only thing that i can I understand think. that for sure that's okay. why that heist episode is was definitely a high point yeah. of the season and i love the prison break episode oh and how can you give it anything that has andy circus less than a nine and a half he was he was so good i can't believe this is the first time we've talked about him in this show so good not only was i surprised to see yeah him, they, they didn't even like put him in the trailer his character was like perfect he was so good in that character and i think it's my so favorite conflicted. thing he's ever done Besides maybe Gollum. Yeah. But. Remember when, you know, he's like, don't F this up for me. I'm almost out of here. And then they learn like, no, the Empire's just keeping everyone because it's slave free labor. What a cool story. And then he's just like, you know what? F this. If I die, I die. And then that heartbreaking end where he, like they get to the, the point where they're ready to leave the, the penal colony and he can't swim. It's just like, oh, what happened to him? I would. L- so they left that open. They did. I would Purposely love so. if in season two of Andor you learned that he found some way out aside from jumping off and swimming. I know the timeline's not right, but I'm wanting a hybrid crossover. Mandorlorian. Mandorlorian. Mm. Mandor. Mm, that won't work. No. I want a crossover where oh. Andy Serkis plays both his character in... So he plays the character in this. Yeah, that's... Andor. Yeah. I'm with you. He also plays Gollum and King Kong. 
<laughs> I think that's very reasonable. I think so. I think it's, I, yep. Cool. I want it. So Andor, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. If you uh, already watched it and liked it as much as we did, let us know. Randomfandomcast at gmail.com. If right. you think we're way off, I would challenge you to let us know why. Yeah. Yeah, because the show ruled. We will punch you <laughs> via email. <laughs> so hard you'll feel it. And we'll <laughs> CC your mom too. You'll feel it right there in your spam folder. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Brandon, yeah. sometimes we do things like this at the end of the podcast. Sometimes. This is called a uh, Shadow of the Synopsis, and I have one for you. Hooray. And so, uh, listeners, randos, if you are playing along, I'm going to give him the synopsis of a movie, graphic novel, TV show, game, anything that's fit to talk about here on this podcast. It's up for a guess. Okay. So this is a short one. Okay? All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. But I feel like if you're going to know it, you'll know it. Prophetic words. In the near future, as America is virtually losing the war on drugs, Robert Arcter, a narcotics cop in Orange County, California, goes undercover and becomes an addict himself. He is wooing a, an attractive dealer, Donna, to weasel out her supplier, while at the same time he receives orders to spy on his housemates, one of whom is suspected of being Donna's biggest customer. I got, I got nothing. I, That's I'm, not the name of it. Oh. Yeah, you're doing is it, I Is it, I got the answer? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, I, I realize this <sighs> yeah. is a little short, so let me just supplement it real quick. Would, do you mind? Sure. One sec. Saving Private Ryan? Part three. Again. Based off a novel by Philip K. Dick. <laughs> I'm laughing for two reasons. One, because you said Dick. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> two, because uh, that doesn't help me at all. Substance D is the, the drug that he is trying to... Substance D, D for Dick? Maybe. I'll give you the substance <laughs> How about, how about you subsidize a right answer? I have no idea. Okay. I, you're gonna have to... This is a movie that really kind of didn't get a lot of love. A Scanner Darkly. Did you ever see that? Nope. It was the one that was shot like animated, but then like real and it was all weird looking. No. I don't think... I don't... The name sounds familiar. Like that? But... Like some like weird video game art? Scott oh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, no, it was had an amazing cast. Robert Downey Jr., Woody Harrelson, Keanu Reeves, Winona Ryder, some guy who wanted to be Al Pacino. Oh, Bill Murray. Was all, no, that wasn't the same guy. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, and it just really kind of fell flat. It was frankly a bomb, unfortunately. You know, Keanu Reeves has a lot more bombs than he has like hits. If you look at his stuff and you're like, glass houses? Like, what are you doing? Oh. The Mailbox or whatever that one movie yeah. was. Or House by the Lake. House by, see, he's got yeah. like these movies that you're... The Replacements. That you're like, oh yeah, that was Keanu Reeves back when he was like not seen as this super cool guy. I mean, he was he's always cool, but he wasn't seen no, as... No, there, there's highs and lows. Now people freaking revere him. He wasn't seen as like post-Matrix and... Or Post Malone. Coming, or po he wasn't seen as... He never he got, never to, play got him. to Post Malone. He no. never got to Post Malone status. Yeah. But like now, I mean, he's just seen as this can't miss action hero. Okay. Oh, he should be in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can be the Emperor's grandson. 
But only when Chewie doesn't really die the first time. Yeah. Oh no, Chewie died! No, he didn't. Oh, okay, good. Well, now we know what to do. Yeah, let's go ride horses outside an Imperial warship. <laughs> Date our granddaughter. Yeah, and oh, the Emperor's been alive this whole time, and that one guy was just a clone. None of this matters. Yeah. And hey, remember that black guy that we brought into the first, <laughs> the first one? He doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, no, he's basically just useless. Have you have you oh, heard about like the so John Boyega, Boyega like is not he's openly dissed Disney. Yeah, can you um, blame him? They no, I neutered can't. his character. But he even said that he was just like, I'm sorry, you guys finally bring a black character in. And build him up to be something great, and then that's he's what just you do a, with and them? he's just a side piece. He's just barely, yeah. And look what they did with Rose, oh, their first Asian character, and, and yeah. it's just Disney. Stop it! Will you just stop it? <laughs> we hope you never stop listening to us. We'll keep coming back as long as uh, you keep listening. Yep. Even if not, that's okay for the three of you that do listen. Thank you. Never hey, stop. Stopping. Never stopping. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Oh, so good. Okay. Should we do a review on that? We should. Okay. Nine Retro. Out, nine out of ten. There you go. Done. Done, done and done. Uh, we're coming back next time, probably talking about another little something from 2022, because that's what 2023 is all about. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Has, has 2023 given us anything? And now that this first month has come to a close to like really like be like, hooray, about? I don't think it has um, yet. Well, Avatar. Well, oh, wait. The Last of Us. Avatar. Is... No, that was 2022 as well. Was it? Yes. I the Way of Water. Out... Came out right before my birthday. Oh. Yeah. When's your birthday? January? <laughs> no, it's December. <laughs> Darn. Well, my birthday was in December of 2022. Yes. My, my, my last birthday was. Your only birthday. Yeah, the only one I get. Uh, but Last of Us, have you started watching that, by the way? Yes. Okay. First episode. Do you want to let it just so run good. its course and then we talk about it? Yes. Yeah, it's hard to talk about episode by episode. because. But it's, it's so good. Okay, at least there's a little glimmer of hope. It is, yeah. Okay. All right. So give us a glimmer of hope, rate us, review us, and email us, randomfandomcast at gmail.com. No, that's it. I'm doing it again, so what? <laughs> okay. All right, and until you hear from us again, thank you for being a fan of our fandom. Stay geeky, y'all.